Hi, I'm Steve Mabb, Chair of the Australian Shareholders Association, and we're proud to be hosting the 2024 Investor Conference in Melbourne from the 19th to the 21st of May. And we're stoked that Phil, the host of this podcast, is going to be our special guest MC. If you haven't heard much about the ASA Conference, it's a flagship event that attracts around 300 investors and industry professionals, including the Chair of National Australia Bank this year, the Chair of AGL. We have Dr. Sam Hupert, the founder and CEO of Primedicus, and we've also got Richard White, the founder and CEO of WiseTech coming along, along with many others. For a limited time, new members can enjoy special pricing on registration for the upcoming conference, along with a complimentary 12-month digital membership with the ASA. That's two-day conference registration plus one-year ASA membership for $499, a saving of $150. Simply search for Australian Shareholders Conference Register, click on two-day conference non-member, enter the discount code MEM, as in member, 499, the number's 499, so that's MEM 499 to claim your special offer. Come along and meet me and Phil at the conference. We look forward to seeing you there. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shares for Beginners. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is a Shares for Beginners quick tip. Essential lessons, questions answered. I've been going over old episodes of this podcast recently, and this is from the second episode ever back in 2019. Evan McQuire is a full-service broker from MF & Co Asset Management. He has years of experience in the industry and understands the importance of not letting emotions cloud judgment when it comes to investing. In this quick tip, he shared his insights on the difference between full-service and online brokers, the importance of due diligence, and how to make informed investment decisions. We also looked at some of the common mistakes people make when investing and how to avoid them. There's a number of different factors that, that come into it, and... The first one is don't get emotional about it. You have to be very careful because a, a share or stock uh, is what it is. It doesn't have feelings or emotions. It doesn't care who you are. It doesn't know you. It's, it's a stock. It's a share. But people tend to uh, get in this whole thing that, oh, I've bought this and it has to go up. And um, it just doesn't work like that sometimes. And... You know, if you were somebody in the last couple of years and you thought, I reckon A&P looks good here and you're looking at it today, that's a very different story. And you have to ask the question, well, what's fundamentally changed? You know what I mean? So there's a whole lot of things that come into it. But in terms of to answer your question, people get emotional. They don't really understand what they're getting into, as in have they really done the right due diligence on the actual company they're investing in? Have they been tracking the price action for the past 12 months, three years, five years? So there's a number of different things that I see. But the first one is where people get sort of emotionally attached to this sort of psychological thing where they go, I've bought it, it's got to go up. Why is it going down? Or they buy it. And there's another one where you get somebody who's bought a stock, let's say it's some junior mining company or something, and they've got lucky and it's gone up 30% in a week. Take it off the table, take the profit, 
Yes. And and they go, okay, well, I'm, I'm actually pretty good at it. Do it again. And they make 10%. They go, oh, I'm a genius. And then they do the same thing with a different stock and they lose 40% of the hand it all back. So it's, you know, and it's like, well, how can this be? It's meant to go up. It doesn't always work like that. So, yeah, that's that's the one thing. Um, probably allocation of money as in how much you allocate to a particular stock. You know, you, you've got to be careful. I mean, if you some people like to speculate and they're all in, right, and, and they go hard. And if you're happy to do that and you're prepared to handle the gyrations of the ups and downs, go for it. People buy and sell shares in the share market via a broker, mm-hmm. and there's um, there's full service brokers. You're yep. a full service broker, correct? And um, there's um, the online brokers. You can go through E Trade yep. or Comsec or whatever sure. and make all your own decisions without yep. any advice. Yeah. Can you just talk a bit, little bit about that? The different kinds of brokerage, sure. That's um, operations that are available. So with the online side of things, you're getting no advice. You, you you're on your own, um, and you know you you, you place your order. That gets, uh, gets put through into the market via an automated system with filters. Nobody really helps you unless you've got a problem with logging in. You call up, it's up, can't log in. It's like you call up and say, oh, I bought CBA and it's gone down. What am I going to do? Can't help you. End of conversation. With what full service advisors, brokers that talk to clients, the difference there is, is that you've got a person that sits in front of a screen day in, day out, um, has access to a lot of information and can help a client navigate the market companies and help in the decision-making process around what you should or shouldn't be doing. It's interesting because you mentioned before, before we started this interview about it's also part of managing expectations. Mm. So... I think some people go to a broker expecting them to make money for them yeah. all the time, every day, in and yeah. out. But that's not how it works. No. That's how it works, is it? No. And, and again, it, it, it's and you're right. It is about you know, from 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 my point of view in terms of managing clients. We have a number of clients that we 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 uh, work for. It, it is a lot about managing expectations. Education. It's about being able to sit there and say, "Look, here's an opportunity. There's no guarantees." But we feel there's an opportunity here and and you present that in a way and you make it very clear to um, your client what can and can't happen. So and and so for example, if it's so if it's if it's a stock, we say, well, general advice is that you know you should buy this particular stock. These are the reasons why we think you should buy it, and you know, these are the risks. That's basically it. I mean, you just, again, you are right. I mean, it's the managing expectation side from my angle is, is, is very important because there's no guarantees. If you want a guarantee, go and buy a fridge at Harvey Norman. <laughs> so that's, that's, you know what I mean? That's where you get your warranty, right? Like it's, but there's no, it just doesn't happen in markets. And there's different, and this is the thing, there's different ways of doing things in markets. You can go long, you can go short. There's all different, you know, raft of things that you can do. We'll keep it simple today and <laughs> buying. So mm-hmm. we'll, 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 we'll look at that. But yeah, so you've got to, you've really got to educate people and say, this is, this is what the company does. These are the risks. Bang, bang, bang. And, and make sure that everybody's rooting from the same page because where it goes wrong from it, from my level as an advisor or a wealth manager, where it can, can go wrong is if you have a situation where the client doesn't fully understand what they've gotten into. 
and you end up having these difficult conversations. So, you know, again, it's all about being clear, being transparent and, and making sure that everybody understands the risks associated. When you first started um, in the share market in the 90s, that would have been that golden era of the floats when yeah. AMP and TAB and CBA and all yeah, these that was big names, yeah. yeah, they floated. Yeah. And we've got that term mum and dad investor. Yeah. Do you think mum and dad investors still exist or are they, have they become smarter? They still exist and they have become smarter. The, I guess one of the benefits of technology is that everybody's pretty much got access to the same information. And what I, what I mean by that is, is so everybody can get access to the same information at the same time. I, I suppose, and I don't want to get too off the, off the track here, I suppose the difference now is, is that mum and dad investors are having to deal with, there's a lot of automation in markets now. So there's what I call bots, uh, machines, and they're in there. There's a lot of lot more volume happens now on that than it did ten years ago. So you know you're you're you know if you're a mum and dad investor and you you know dad's sitting at home and he's he's trying to get set on BHP at particular price and he sees this machine come in buying one share and oh, can't do that. Hang on, I'm trying to get set here. <laughs> one share. This is the kind of stuff that happens. One, two, one, two. So there's all these little things that are They're happening. Just ch- chasing, it's like chasing well, fireflies. Isn't yeah, it? it's just. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and that, that can be challenging, especially if you're trying to get set at a particular price. Sometimes you're better off just going in there at market and getting it done, as opposed to trying to be clever and. Oh, I'm going to go in there at thirty-one fifty, and <laughs> oh, maybe I'll be thirty-one fifty-one. That's it. Staying there. All mm-hmm. right, man. <laughs> so, you know, so that, look, these, these are the things. Look, mum and dad investors are, are still there. Um, there's a lot of information out there that they can they can trade online. But what I've found, Phil, over over the past few years is that sure, the online domain is there. Um, is that a threat? No way. Not a threat to what what I do or what we do. Because what happens is people blow up at some point in some way, shape, or form. And blowing up means it means that they've lost money they've and they've, lost they've money, just yeah. they just they've capitulated. They can't take any more, and they just go, "That's it, I'm out." And they shut the trade, and they have you know, five thousand dollar loss, fifty thousand dollar loss, whatever. And they go, "Geez, I I, I want to. I see the virtues of investing in shares and stocks, right?" But I just don't have the stomach for it. I can't deal with it. I, kids, I'm busy with work and kids and running around the dog and all that kind of stuff. So I go, you know what? I need to put this back to somebody who can sit there, watch it, and monitor it for me. And that's where we come in. Guys like me come in. That's what we do. Phil Muscatello and FinPods are authorised reps of Money Sherpa. The information in this podcast is general in nature and doesn't take into account your personal situation. 